Welcome to Aki Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks Best Source. I am Aki Ichabod, and this, my friend, is the Wizard of Weird. Tonight, for Stephen King November, we're going to be doing... It's it's based on a Stephen King book, yes, but it isn't necessarily Stephen King. Children of the Corn, 666, Isaac's Return. But before we do that, we have to make a shout-out to our friends at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant The Shire or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are After Death, Saw 10, and a personal favorite of mine, Gremlins! Find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long, and 550 Senior Matinee Special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. So, what to talk about here? What to talk about? This is based on a Stephen King novel, from from a night shift called Children of the Corn. So, uh, Stephen King, it's kind of like a Clive Barker thing with Hellraiser. Stephen King kind of had something to do with all the Children of the Corn movies. But here's the synopsis of the film. In a trip to Gatlin, Nebraska to find her birth mother... Hannah picks up a stranger that mysterious, and then mysterious events occur. Really? Yeah. She picks up a preacher. They get halfway down the road. The preacher's ta- preaching, preaching his sermon. He disappears. When they get to Gatlin, all that's there is the adult, adults, and they go, "Where are the kids?" <laughs> well, she, Hannah, eventually ends up going to the hospital, and Isaac. The kid preacher from Children of the Corn 1 was there. He was in a coma. And apparently when she showed up, he awoke. Because she was supposed she was one of the original Children of the Corn's children that was supposed to the first daughter and the first son were supposed to bring about the prophecy of he who walks between the rows which is basically the Children of the Corn's God. Uh, They had a thing called the Blue Man in the original Children of the Corn that was basically the police officer from Gatlin crucified on a giant corn stalk. 
There's a lot of religious stuff in this movie. Uh, like when they're when they're going around and they're listening to the radio, all it is is like Southern preachers. <laughs> Which, you know, Isaac kind of reminds me of one of those charismatic Baptist Southern preachers. You know, oh, and he who walks behind the rose will 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 send you to wherever or something like that. There there's a lot of more talk about that in the original Children of the Corns, the he who walks between the rows. Whereas in this one, it's more about, oh, the prophecy of him shall be fulfilled with the first daughter and first son. Um, you know, this is a great movie. If And the guy who played Isaac actually looks like the original Isaac from the original Children of the Corn. There have been there have been things in past in the past Children of the Corn though where Isaac has possessed people and became the preacher again, like in Children of the Corn two, and then there's like uh, Children of the Corn three I believe was uh, the one in the urban city, and there was a preacher kind of guy in that, but um, yeah, it's it's based on a Stephen King novel. Uh, basically, you know, she comes to the town looking for her birth mother. She, you know, Isaac wakes up and says that she's the one to fulfill the prophecy. And basically mayhem ensues. Uh, there, there are some good people in this. There's a, a lady who runs the uh, hotel that Hannah is staying in in Gatlin who tries to save her. And she actually gets murdered for what she does. Because everyone in Gatlin basically is a descendant or is one of the original Children of the Corn. I got something funny about that, though. Anybody ever hear Riders on the Storm by uh, The Doors? Classic tune. Well, my version is Children of the Corn. (laughs) Well, you know, Wizard, what do you got to say about this? I liked it. I really, really, really liked it. You know, I wish they would make more of a theological movie where it actually delves into the theology of he who walks between the rows. Or behind the rows. I I might be getting that confused. But I wish they'd make a movie just about the theology and where it began. Because in the original Children of Corn, Isaac basically tells people to murder their, their, their parents. The child, he said, it's the children who will save us. But here's the thing. You know, I don't get how they can have this movie even at all when they murder, when, when the person becomes a 17-year-old, 17 in age in the Children of the Corn universe, they are sacrificed. But everyone who is a descendant or is a Children of the Corn in the new movie, they're alive. And there was no reproducing in the original stuff either. So, I'm going to say, there, you know, there's a, this, this movie is all about the fulfilling of the prophecy and the basic, uh, that they will have a child, the, the, the first son and first daughter will have a child that will bring them to the promised land. But, there is a sex scene in this movie and it's very short. So, and, the only the only thing that would be kind of sketchy about watching this with kids or anything like that is some of the blood. There's there's not a lot of blood, uh, but when they do show blood, there's a lot of it. 
because uh, the, the movie doesn't get bloody until about maybe uh, halfway through or a little more than halfway. It's kind of a slow movie to begin with. It's not like, you know, scare, 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 scare. It's not, not like that. Uh, what would you say, Wizard? Did you, did you like the, the way this movie panned out? Um, it was okay. As soon as Isaac got into the movie, though, it went good. So, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the movie is even called Isaac's Return. And, you know, you don't see, you see Isaac in the hospital bed and everything, but you don't actually get to see him as the character that he played in the original movie in this. Uh, let me look at something here. Uh, John Franklin was Isaac. I really liked him in this role. Um, uh, Natalie Ramsey is Hannah Martin. Um, there's there's some people people that I I've never heard of, but I think John Franklin actually did play Isaac in the original Children of the Corn. But uh, the dir- director, his name is Carrie Scogland, the Falcon in the Winter Soldier TV series and Fifty Dead Men Walking. I've heard of the Winter Soldier, but I have never heard of any of the other things. Um, you know, uh, Stephen King has done so many great things and there have been so many adaptations of what he's done. I know another movie that kind of went like this where Stephen King was part of it, but it (coughs) wasn't necessarily a a specific Stephen King movie was Carrie because they had the the rage Carrie too. And they were kind of milking off that whole Carrie thing. Just because Stephen King did it. And then there was like Return to Salem's Lot and, you know, all that. And then there was, uh, um, oh, Castle Rock, the TV show Castle Rock. Yeah, that was portrayed Stephen King also. One of the things Stephen King did with Children of the Corn that he didn't do with some of the other stuff is normally a Stephen King story takes place in Maine. This takes place in Nebraska. Oh, I, I guess I can. I, I proved myself wrong because um, The Shining was in Colorado, but basically the place where you wouldn't find a lot of horror, unless you talk about corn. Hey, you got to say something about corn? <laughs> but Icky, you mentioned earlier this is like, based on a Stephen King novel, and uh, I was kind of looking into some of the background info. It was like a collection of mini-novels or short stories, yeah, right? Yeah, Night Shift. Yeah. Yeah, well, Night Shift. It also has the, 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 the story of the Mangler in it, which I wanted. I want to do the Mangler one of these days, actually, because it's about a killer laundry press. And Robert England's in it, too. For those of you who don't know Robert England, he played Freddy Krueger. But... Yeah, uh, we have a new segment to our show now. It's called Weird Stats. All right, here are the weird stats. One coitus cuddle, seven death death jitsus, which are death by sickle, one water electric cable electrocution, one dead body in a hole, one machete death, one sigh something one gunshot one impaled isaac body count seven 
And finally, breasts zero. <laughs> Um, I like the cadence of how you delivered that last line, Icky. I thought you were going for a 12, uh, 12 Days of Christmas jingle there for a second. And here's the weird stats about it that I thought was kind of absurd about the movie. That the person she picks up at the beginning was a preacher like Isaac and then turns into a ghost. She asks what happens to all the children. Isaac is an adult. And she's the one from the prophecies. Lots of dead birds, because there was a lot of dead birds in this movie. Here's another absurd thing. Isaac has a son. So those are the weird stats. And we're going to start doing those for every movie. Um, the gore factor in this movie would probably be about a 2 and another movie that I would recommend if you like Children of the Corn would probably go back and see Children of the Corn 1. That's what I would suggest. Were there any other Stephen King short stories that became movies? The, the Mangler. Mangler? Yeah. And then uh, uh, Jerusalem's Lot was a short story too in that, and I think that became a movie. There's a thing out called The Dollar Baby now, though. And the Dollar Baby is basically, uh, there, there's a list of Stephen King books. And if you give Stephen King a dollar, he'll let you uh, adapt them into a film. Dollar Baby! Are you contemplating doing taking him up on that, Icky? I would take him up on it if I knew how to work a camera. There you go. I just, just hope I don't do Gerald's game. New Year's resolution for next year, right? To make a Stephen King movie? Yes. Let's, let's hear what the wizard thinks about that. I think it's a great idea, but Icky's already working on his book called Weird Cinema Will Never Die. So try to find a copy. And also, we're going to set up a fan page on Facebook. So I'll tell you when that's up and you can join the conversation on Facebook. Sounds good, Wizard. You're pretty ambi- you're a pretty little ambitious guy. Yeah, you're the one who gave me the idea for all this stuff. Except for the the weird stats, which is I got the idea from Joe Bob Briggs' uh last uh, drive in totals. You didn't give me that idea, but you gave me the idea for the Facebook and the book. So but can we can we uh, go out for another for another uh, ad for executive properties now? Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Sounds good. You know, you should get some. You should get some housework done from Executive Properties Wizard. And Icky, they also take care of shoveling too. So make sure to call them up and take care the for all your shoveling needs this winter season. 
Well, you know, you know, uh, the wizard has his castle in Medvu, and he needs that that plowed. You better get, get give him a call. The toxic the toxic waste dump doesn't get very much snow. But so, final thoughts on the film. Final thoughts, gore wise, I'd say it's a two. Uh, script wise, I'd say it's about a three. Performance wise, I'd say it's about a two. But for continuing the mythology of what they had, I'd give it a four. So out of, out of five, out of ten, five. Okay. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Sherman now. I give this this movie one thumb up and one thumb down. It's recommended viewing if you like weird cinema and you like the Children of the Corn franchise. But I think you know it's kind of like the Hel- Clive Barker with the Hellraiser franchise. It kind of got worn out after a while, and I know I know there you know Sci-Fi Channel has probably done a new version of Children of the Corn. They seem to be doing a new version of everything now. So, so Icky, you've said you've been. Uh, this is Stephen King November at Weird Cinema. Uh, I I think you said you have a special surprise for next week, right? Yes. It might be Stephen King. It might not be. Keep people on their toes. All right. Well, you know, we we got to go back to our toxic waste dump of horror. It's been good spending time with you guys, and you know, I'm really, I really am grateful to be doing what I'm doing, and I'm really grateful for all you fans out there who watch Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema and Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling. Um, as I said, I'm trying to write a book right now on. Just a bunch of weird, weird cinema. Um, I don't know if it's going to be available or when. Uh, and as I said, we're going to try to set up a fan page so that you guys can talk with us and see what you guys want from this show. But I'm just really grateful for all of you. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. All right. Stay weird, Grand Forks. <laughs>